this is Michelle with Mishmosh. How's everyone doing today? I hope good. I hope wonderful. I hope excellent. I am doing okay. A little tired, but here we are. What else is new? Uh, anyway, we are still talking about autism, but today we are talking about autism in women. And um, I'm getting this information from seeherthrive.com. And just to get into it, in many areas of life, and particularly healthcare, men are seen as the standard and women suffer as a result as it is assumed female bodies function in the same way. We know that heart attacks and strokes, for example, present differently in women than they do in men. And this this gap in knowledge can have devastating consequences for women. Autism or ASD is similar in that many studies have shown that autism presents differently in women. Um, And by women, we are referring to anyone born female than it does men. Sadly, as many women's issues, there's a stark lack of scientific research in this area. However, we think it's important to outline what we do know about female, I mean, sorry, about autism in females so that you're better able to spot signs of autism either in yourself or others. There, this is an extremely nuanced and complex topic and we encourage further research on everything we, um, we will briefly, briefly mention in this article. So I find this with everything, but definitely, especially in healthcare, uh, like this site mentions, anytime I'm looking at something, uh, I, I look up the standard, of course, cause that's what they're going to actually judge you on. But just for my own understanding, I look at what it looks like in women. And if I, if I can find that information and to be perfectly honest, as a black woman, like I know that it's even different for that, but there's even less information for that. Um, <clears throat> so I, I generally stick to just women, but I know that it probably looks very different for black women, you know, and probably black men as well. And it could, you know, different cultures, different things, I'm sure. But, you know, no, no one's going to look into that. So <laughs> or someone will at someday, I'm sure. But that's not today. That's not the information we have now. So um, we looked at autism in adults and children or the dsm-5 criteria anyway um and what do we know about autism in females numbers vary but overall it is widely accepted that autism is more commonly diagnosed in men than in women current estimates suggest that around three men receive an autism diagnosis for every one woman However, there are maybe several reasons for this. Taken altogether, research suggests that it is unlikely that ASD is equally common amongst men and women. Yet growing evidence suggests that current diagnostic procedures may fail to capture how ASD manifests in women and thus exaggerates the already existing difference in prevalence rates. Women Women have also found to be diagnosed with ASD at significantly later ages and to be and to experience greater delays in the in the time from initial evaluation to receiving clinical ASD diagnosis and so this may also impact numbers and statistics so 
this is also why, just so in a small, tiny baby rant, <laughs> this is also why I get annoyed when people are like, oh, well, you know, there's not many of this type of person, whether it's like not a lot of people are autistic or not a lot of females are autistic or there's not a lot of, um, what was it, narcissistic people or whatever. And it's like, you have no fucking idea how many people have what in America? Are you fucking out of your mind? Because healthcare in America is utter trash, just like everything else. But like specifically, or even more extremely, which can be highly debated, um, healthcare is one of the worst. And um, most people are not getting the care that they need. Of the people getting that care, it's really hard to get um, correctly diagnosed. So, like, who's to fucking say? I truly believe that there's a shit ton of fucking autistic people. I think maybe this is a wild theory that I have. And it's such an asterisk theory because I understand that, like, what I may be experiencing is just immersing myself around autistic people at this point in my life. But I think the world is probably not majority but just like so much higher than it is with the autism cases um (laughs) if we were to actually look at it I think it's so much more prevalent than we see um in men and women and there would be no way for us to actually know other than having actual good health care that is actually accessible to everybody and having knowledgeable um psychiatrists and counselors who can well counselors don't really diagnose but psychiatrists that because psychiatrists that can actually diagnose correctly um that's a huge leap from where we are today so I don't want to fucking hear anybody say to me that as a fact of like why something shouldn't be or is it more important um or why we should leave something alone because there's such a small subset of people like you don't fucking know if we're just looking at stats that means shit to me when you can't actually know for sure you know and get a good amount of people um accurately anyway um so how does asd percent in women Know that she is different, noticing that her interests veer away from those of her peers. And these are kind of the um, symptoms that you might experience or know or see within yourself if you're a woman and have autism. Um, so I would say since fucking forever, since being around other people, I always really got the sense that I was different and that I was not interested in the same things that other people were interested in. Uh, so that was really hard that, (laughs) that's like, that uh, I'm getting tongue tied. That really got the feeling of, or set the foundation of me being like, I'm a total freak. I'm a weirdo. (laughs) And, um, I was just singing the creep song in my head, but like, yeah, I, I, there was nothing that 
or there was few things that strongly pointed to it but when you are not seeing things the same way mainstream people are seeing it or most people are seeing it when you are not understanding things the same way other people are understanding it when you don't like the same things or you don't like dislike the same things you're like oh I'm weird as hell and you try to keep that to yourself and you're like yeah 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 no I like (laughs) I like this thing that everybody else likes you know I don't know how many things I forced myself to like just because it was popular um you know I don't think I did that all the time because I still was very much like alternative all the time but I definitely think there well I know of at least one way that I was like that's not the norm I'm gonna run away from that and nope that's not me I don't like that I like what everybody else likes you know so yeah um this next one is prefer having only one or two friends or to play in solitude having an appreciation of and focus on specific interests so this is where it's different than like the the other thing I read about for um, autism and adults because there was like oh if you have no friends and I was like no it was not that I had a few friends you know along the way I would never say I'd had like a lot of friends I never wanted a lot of friends um anytime that I've experienced having like a group of friends it was never it was never good it was always very toxic I don't understand how other people do that and I feel like it's not actually doable but it could be very well and that's just not my um experience uh I always liked and always had one or two friends or I'd be by myself and I was perfectly happy with that as well this next one is demonstrate an aversion to what is popular what is feminine and what is fashionable all the time to an obnoxious degree I feel like even it's annoying for me so I can't imagine how other people would feel about me (laughs) because sometimes it feels like I'm going against the grain just to go against the grain and so I have to like look at myself like even to this day I'm like are you just saying the opposite of what everyone else is saying just to be different and most of the time it's like no I would say like 99% of the time it's no there's sometimes where I'm like I yeah I just like to argue but like (laughs) but no most of the time I genuinely am just like against what is popular definitely what is feminine I definitely had an aversion to like feminine things growing up um not so much now but definitely when I was younger I was a tomboy I even wondered if I should be a guy because I was just not connecting with femininity and womanhood um and what is I've never I've never never I shouldn't say that I've always done fashion my own way and I have been into fashion for sure but it was always within my own rules. Most of my life, I would say I have not been very fashionable. And I've just been like very simple. And what I like is what I like. And that's it. <clears throat> um, next one is be sensitive to textures. She might 
prefer to wear comfortable practical clothing that's where I'm at leggings and hoodie every day for life uh I have noticed that I am sensitive to textures and I have always been like I would fight my mom so hard when I was a kid like on dresses and frilly socks and shit like that I really hated it it was because it was very uncomfortable the fabrics um in particular especially in the fucking 90s like I brought this up before but like I cannot tell you like if you did not grow up in the 90s you have no idea but the the fucking the fabrics are just so horrible everything was so itchy and scratchy and uncomfortable and stiff and like gross I hated it um now comfort is more of a priority um for society in general which is great because it's easier to find things that are actually comfortable and still fashionable but uh yeah I just I like I said I I have my little uniform of leggings and a hoodie or leggings and a tank top um or maybe a t-shirt but even now like recently I was like I can't wear a t-shirt because it feels like it's choking me I don't like something on my neck like that like so close to my neck so I am definitely doing tank tops right now but you know I switch in and out sometimes sometimes the the t-shirts don't bother me and it's fine and I can do those daily but anyway yes <laughs> sensitive to textures if you have this ramble on about what is comfortable for you that yeah you fit this one too um you appear naive or immature as she is out of sync with trends or social norms I don't know how I appear um but <laughs> I do feel like I'm out of sync with trends and social norms I think TikTok helps a lot, but you are not, like, you can't be on every part of TikTok. Or you could, maybe, I don't know, but there's, like, specific parts I'm on, and I feel like there's a large amount that I'm missing, and, um, not enough to help me (laughs) know trends and social norms. Uh, work you work every day no sorry you work very hard to camouflage her social confusion (laughs) and or and or anxiety through strategic imitation by escaping into nature or fantasy oh my god or by (laughs) i'm sorry i clearly haven't read this one either before like i just glance over stuff to see if it's helpful and relevant but I don't fully read them and this one just hits hard okay work very hard to camouflage her social confusion and or anxiety through strategic imitation by by escaping into nature or fantasy or by staying on the periphery of social activity (laughs) by staying on the periphery of social activity Uh, that's a little too on the fucking nose for me personally (laughs) (laughs) oh shit uh yeah okay so (laughs) just explain this one a little bit if it needs explanation um you work hard to camouflage your social confusion through strategic imitation so that's a big one I would do a lot is like imitate people um 
I didn't realize how bad it was until more recently in understanding myself but I'm like I do that in life hardcore where like I I if I'm lost in something or I don't know something or I don't understand something if I see someone else doing good at it or succeeded in it I will do that so like even life plans I will follow other people's life plans um I do that I don't do that now but I definitely have um I would do this with um how I talk um if someone's talking a certain way I will imitate that ideology and like I always keep to my own ideology but also I try to understand people so imagine someone who is trying to fit in and be flexible uh you in like you understand the way they're thinking and so like I fall down that you know and start and start saying what they say um or having their ideology with stuff um again that's something I'm definitely fighting back on now but even that's kind of hard for me because like I said I can't understand where a lot of people are coming from so it makes sense to me but I'm trying to more like still be open-minded but stick to what I know in my heart it feels good you know that feels right um yeah I but like just I I will also imitate people's like um gesturing like I said how they talk (laughs) yeah I just I like I study people and I copy them I do do that it sounds creepy but like uh, uh, that's like just to fit in and this is like more like um this wouldn't be like with a close friend or anything anyone I'm really comfortable with but it's in like situations I'm extremely uncomfortable and unsure of myself and it's a very surface thing I'm thinking like work things and stuff like that um where you definitely have to present a certain way and I know that I cannot <laughs> like being myself is not gonna fly so yeah I do imitate um by escaping into n- nature or fantasy uh like I'm a Pisces so easy yeah I always <laughs> like whenever I can um whenever I can I'm escaping into nature or fantasy I would I say that I do that to camouflage social confusion I wouldn't say so much escaping into nature but probably fantasy for sure if I'm always head in the clouds then I don't I don't I have an excuse for not knowing what the hell's going on you know what I mean um but also I can't control that and also I have ADHD Uh, so (laughs) you know whatever um uh and by staying on the periphery of social activity, yeah, 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 where you're just kind of there but not really engaging, um, 100%. That was a lot. That was a read. Okay. Next one is show different sides of her personality in different settings. So this is another thing that I would do and I would feel so fucking fake and like a fraud. But I was like, everybody gets a different, like, you know, I feel like everybody does this first of all because like, 
maybe I'm wrong. <laughs> I could be wrong. But I feel like work, work Michelle is not going to be the same as home Michelle. And that's a duh, you know, right? No duh. That, of course, that's going to happen. But then there's like going to the doctor's Michelle and then like friend Michelle and then like different levels of friendship because um, <laughs> there's different levels of comfort in what you can show uh, and what I'm even comfortable with like some it's so like I have no control over it to an extent <sighs> this is making me so uncomfortable <laughs> <laughs> but it's so true um but yeah like if if you were some if you were someone in my life that like you were to follow me through every other part of my life you would see all the different faces because I am not showing the same face for everything and again I feel like this is a woman thing but this is probably also um a black thing <laughs> like uh, other races might do this as well you just can't always be the same you know and some things are acceptable in some places that they're not in others so that's not too super crazy right trying to make myself feel better uh the next one is be more prone to releasing her bottled up emotions at home through meltdowns yes I would never do anything in public that makes me look crazy, but I will go fucking wild at home. Um, <laughs> at home is where I'm going to be my truest self. Uh, and it's so funny because I see this in my daughter too, where in public, she's going to have this certain face and there's not going to be uh, an external issue. But when she's home, baby is going down. There is fucking meltdowns. There, it, it gets crazy. It gets wild. <laughs> um, also, she has PDA. Also, I have PDA. I'm pretty sure. With the self-diagnosis, anyway. Um, so that plays a role into it, too. But, um, yeah. I was gonna say, do people actually sit there and wild out in public? And then I'm like remembering Karens, absolutely do. Um, but I would never, I would literally like never, never, never do that. And especially men, they would, yeah, because they are privileged to be able to do so. And as a woman, you are not, you can't do that. Um, be exhausted from work. <laughs> Sorry, I just read on. Uh, be exhausted from work of dice deciphering social rules or of imitating those around her to hide her differences. So 100%. Yeah, school would be fucking exhausting. Work would be exhausting. That's why I feel like I, I can't ever fucking do it. I can't ever go back. I can't work for other people because it's so tiring just being there because it's a heavy, heavy mask. Um it's playing a role for several hours a day and I'm not a professional actor you are not paying me the big bucks to fucking do that and feel comfortable in it so I'm like I don't know if I can ever go back to that I don't know we'll see how life rolls out I might not have a choice but um it's a lot of fucking work to try to be normal at work and especially fuck 
um sorry <laughs> something else is going on but especially in an office environment where everything has to be so homogenized everybody has to be the same and you cannot be your own person like they always say they want you to be but they don't mean that shit out all like they want everybody to be exactly the same and exactly the same means exactly as your boss uh just to be very clear on that that's what they're looking for and um that's very tiring and I was not making it it was getting harder and harder every job every year to be able to produce that and the full T is I was never succeeding like I thought I was succeeding <laughs> I still people thought I was fucking weird still and had problems with me so you know it's, it's just like a lot of work for nothing you know you don't you get no payoff um but yeah 100% that's the thing <laughs> uh and this last one is be anxious in settings where she is asked to perform in social situations this could lead to mutism escapism or focus on routines and rituals I feel like this might be confusing, but I know exactly what this is talking about. At least I feel like this is exactly what they're talking about. And like when I'm with anybody that I'm not 100% comfortable with. So this could be like a friend I haven't seen in a long time or a family member I haven't seen in a while or just not 100% comfortable with. Um, Work, school, whatever, literally anything in i want to say in a group setting but it doesn't have to be it could just be one-on-one i'm gonna be it there is mutism and i never understood it as that i would just be like oh i get really really shy and it's not that like i'm there i'm present like i'm not scared of anything i'm not scared of anybody but i literally cannot talk i can kind of like mm-hmm, mm-hmm. i can do that but i can't sit there and hold a conversation like my mouth will not open as there's times where i want to talk and i want to say something and i literally cannot um And it is like performing because you have to put on like your normal and present as this like normal, well-rounded person or like you're okay or happy or whatever. It's so tiring trying to fit into society. (laughs) Like it's a performance and it is very draining. And what I can give most of you is a I'm here, but I'm going to be completely quiet and I'm not, I, I can't. I can't um, verbally engage. I can't do that. Um, I can physically engage, but verbally I'm shut down. You know, and sometimes it's vice versa. And sometimes it's, I can't engage in any kind of way, you know, whatever. But that, yeah, that's, um, that's what happens. I, I do that and my daughter does that. And she's kind of starting to learn that people are very annoying about it. And being like, oh my god, you're so quiet. Why don't you talk? Uh, Am I boring you? Are you upset with me? You think you're better than me? And it's like, bitch, I'm fucking autistic. Shut the fuck up. Like, I'm just here. What the fuck? (laughs) Like, why are you making it about you? It's about me, okay? Anyway, (laughs) so those um, those are some of the ways that it presents in women specifically. Um, I feel like 
I don't know if this is easy to understand, but it kind of goes into camouflaging, which is just masking. It's another word for masking. And it's such a big thing in women. I feel like it's a big thing for any neurodivergent, but I feel like specifically with women because for <laughs> the the further you get from like white male, the more you have to perform, have a better performance, be more like acceptable to society so like you know maybe a white woman doesn't have to do this as much as a black woman but just in general women have to do this more than men um to be accepted you know and all the shit that they put on women in general you know you can't be (laughs) we can't be ourselves that's crazy what the fuck um yeah so that that's autism in women I hope that was helpful. I I really just been kind of coming into my own with autism and understanding it more. And I, that's why I wanted, I wanted to break it down because I felt like there was a lot of things that are just so confusing, especially if you are autistic and you're taking things literally or things just aren't explained well. And here's the tea. Here's the thing. I feel like neurotypicals are horrible. Like, I don't know. I feel like you could flip this. And you know how they say that um, if you're autistic, you're horrible at communication and shit like that. I feel like, no, I think neurotypicals are horrible at communication. And that's why it's confusing. I, With a lot of autistic people, it's not so much taking things literal. It's just taking it for what it is and not adding more shit into what you're saying other than what you're saying like why should I have to have this whole imaginative story behind what you're saying for why you're saying it or how you mean it why wouldn't you just say what you mean like you know like that's so confusing to me how please explain to me how that's the fucking norm how is gaslighting the norm how is bullshitting the norm because that's how i see it like what you're saying we should be doing is gaslighting and bullshitting and lying and like just constantly talking for no fucking reason and just doing things uh, never mind because i'm just starting to get into my own conspiracies like they want us the government does this because they want us to be um subservient to them and so of course they're gonna be like well this is the norm just going along to get along and like just doing what everyone else does but it when it's so obviously wrong like what sense does that make how is that the norm so my theory is that autism isn't really um divergent i feel like neurotypical is divergent and it's just because white men are in charge of everything that their fucking busted ass self is like well this is clearly what's normal when it's not (laughs) like (laughs) if we look at things more and more we're seeing that it's all based off of white men who are fucking insane so like let's not let's not can we actually literally look at things um in more in depth and not just based off of white men 
Because then, hi, the whole fucking world other than white men are divergent. That's what it's coming down to. And I think that's actually the case. And I think that's also why they don't really want us looking into um, mental health and just how divergent everybody is. If you could see the actual fucking numbers of how many people are probably coming up as ADHD, um, autistic, and Lord knows what else, um, I think we would start to see that maybe uh, we're in the majority here. Maybe that minority that's supposed to be the mainstream is, um, or what I said, minority, the majority that's supposed to be the mainstream is actually the minority, and so it doesn't really make sense. I think um, that's what's happening. That's just my crazy theory. That's probably right. Um, <laughs> I have no way to back that up. It just makes sense to me. And it annoys me. It really does because I hate when things don't make sense. And it just really doesn't make sense. So anyway, that was my rant. And I'll probably talk more in depth about it later. Or I'll go on the same rant, you know, a little bit later. Because I always talk about this all the time. But, um... Uh, I hope that this was helpful to you guys and I hope you guys have a better understanding of what autism looks like and what the diagnostics are. Um, Just to really kind of slightly get into self-diagnosis, I know there is this controversy around it and I think I've ranted about this before as well, but especially with autism self-diagnosis is uh, I feel like first of all very pivotal very important but also um absolutely fucking valid I know for myself uh and for my kids for my family in general um I have not gone I tried to go for a um uh, a formal diagnosis for my son because I saw it in him first funnily enough um and it's just always jumping through so many fucking hoops. And again, I didn't understand what they were looking for with the diagnostic criteria. So I'm sitting there saying no to shit that is actually 100% yes. Uh, my son, my whole family actually falls into every single one of those criterias. Um, but and no one wants to explain it to you either. Because I would always ask for clarification and no one would have fucking clarification for me. So it's such a hassle to get a formal diagnosis. And um, I feel like it's just helped a lot more for me to just know within myself that we have autism and I can parent according to that. I can understand myself uh, within the mindset of having autism and watching out for things because of that. Obviously, if you want autism specific help then you would have to go through formal diagnosis but just to change your life and be more accepting of yourself and understand others even because I start understanding that whether I'm quickly diagnosing people as autistic (laughs) it's it there's also just like well I don't know you know, I don't know if they're autistic. I don't know if they have something else, some other mental disorder or whatever. You know what I mean? So there's cutting people slack and giving them leeway. I think when you start opening your mind to that, it's absolutely valid and it's life changing. Like it can be. 
anything that you need actual aids for that like you can't just get on your own uh like for ADHD if you wanted medication for that you obviously have to get a formal diagnosis um for me personally just understanding that I have ADHD was helpful I did get medication and I did try it out I didn't love what it did for me so I don't take it anymore but understanding ADHD and that I have ADHD I'm able to accommodate myself and I think that's the biggest thing is have if you're self-diagnosing then you can accommodate for the issues that you have and um live a better life you know and it's so much easier than trying to I don't know I just feel like my whole life I've been trying to put fucking band-aids on all these things that I thought were wrong and now I'm like there's nothing wrong I just gotta do things a little differently you know I just gotta have a different expectation of myself that's all you know and I feel like whatever you might need you can maybe get just from self-diagnosing and feeling valid in that so people need to stop being shitheads and saying that it's not valid and saying that you need a formal diagnosis I think especially with autism because like a autistics research the shit out of everything (laughs) like you're not gonna just take that (laughs) like you're not gonna just anyone that's autistic probably isn't gonna listen to this and be like oh yeah okay well I'm autistic you're gonna look into it more and do some research and do some heavy thinking and you know you know what I mean think about your childhood and shit like you're not gonna just take someone's word for it that's insane but also like I don't I don't my understanding is there's not a ton of help for autistics. Um, like, there's not medication. Maybe I'm wrong, but I don't think there's, like, medication or anything. I think it's, like, therapy. And to me, I'm like, <laughs> I don't know how I feel. is like, there ain't shit wrong with me. I feel like there's shit wrong with everybody else. Um, which I know is, like, usually insane people say that. And maybe I am insane, but I think more accurately I'm just correct. <laughs> and like the world is fucked so like everything's flip-flopped I feel like I don't need to change I just need to be more aware and I need to be more accepting of myself and respectful of myself so when I feel like I'm melting down I need to take myself away from that situation I need to be more mindful of going to new places and stuff like that and you know just kind of being more mindful of myself and how I know I'll react to things and being okay with that I've been denying that from myself for so many years um and just trying so hard to be normal and now it's just like whatever man I'm just me you know so anyway that's that's all I had to say on that um Thank you guys for listening. I love you guys so much. And I will be back. I don't know when. um, Because this was kind of a beast. I didn't expect it to be. But I will be back with explaining pathological demand avoidance. Which is a little offshoot of autism. So um, I'll catch you guys later. Bye.